Hi, welcome back to Idgits and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we are talking about season two, episode 11, called Playthings. It sounds as sketchy as it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it sounds a little suggestive. I, I guess there. it could sound yeah. a little bit suggestive, yeah, but it's just, to me, it just sounds kind of sketchy. You know, it's like, just where my perverted brain goes. <laughs> so we start out at Pierpont Inn. A woman is showing a guy uh, some boxes. Uh, that need to be moved. He says, still can't believe you're closing this house. My parents got engaged here. My grandparents, too. She tells him that a lot of people did, and then she tells him where the boxes are. He walks past two young girls, Tyler and Maggie. Tyler says to the woman, who is her mom, that he's going to take our toys. She says, only the ones you don't play with anymore. Maggie says, son of a bitch. (laughs) I think there's something so funny about kids swearing. (laughs) It's perfect. It's hilarious. I love it. Killian (laughs) swears. I mean, not all the time, but every now and then. Oh, my God. You know what he said. Okay. So he's been watching these YouTube videos, right? Um, These on the Transformers, because he's Transformer obsessed. And so he's telling me, Mommy, I found this new Transformer that I really want. His name is Cockman. (laughs) (laughs) What? And I was like what's his name? He's like, Cockman. I'm like, what? what? A YouTube and video? Leave, and he starts going, Cockman. Like, <laughs> like, I'm an idiot. And I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll just ask daddy. We'll ask daddy. So like, you know, I asked Eric, I'm like, so who's this Cockman Transformer? <laughs> like, is Killian watching something totally inappropriate? Because it's on the kids' YouTube app. So yeah. it's supposed to be like, really screened <laughs> for content. <laughs> So like Eric, does some, Eric does some Googling, <laughs> yeah. and he f- realizes that it's Cogman, like C-O-G oh, man, and yeah. I'm just like, oh. That's a terrible one. <laughs> yeah, Killian can't say Cog, apparently, <laughs> but he just was like screaming Cogman at me over and over, <laughs> just like, why? Why do you not understand? <laughs> So I just felt like a real <coughs> winner of a parent. So, okay, so Maggie says, son of a bitch, and Tyler repeats it. The mom says, watch your mouth, and Tyler says, Maggie said it first, and the mom says, watch your mouth too, Maggie. <laughs> Tyler goes into a room that is full of dolls. There's old porcelain dolls on all the shelves, and there's doll houses with tiny dolls everywhere. Super sketchy, by the way. It's so creepy. <laughs> So um, she notices a boy doll laying down at the foot of the stairs in one of the dollhouses. The doll's head is turned completely around. Then she hears her mom scream. She goes to investigate and sees her mom on the phone. And the moving guy is dead at the bottom of the stairs. And his head is turned completely around. And his mouth is twitching. I know. I saw that was. Oh. It looks like he's like a fish trying to gulp for air out of water. You yeah. know, like. Is he still alive and like twitching? Or is that just like. I don't know. Like, you, it looked to me like he was trying to, like, get a breath of air. Yeah. You know, because, like, that's, it, he looked exactly like a fish. Yeah, know? he did. <laughs> that was upsetting. So, on the floor next to him is a creepy ass doll. And then we get our opening title sequence. Uh, then we cut to Peoria, Illinois. We see Sam looking at a missing persons post online about Ava from the last episode. He tells Dean he's checked every database he could think of, but there's no info on her whereabouts. She's just disappeared. Sam says Ellen has a case for them in Cornwall, Connecticut, a hotel that's had two freak accidents in the past three weeks. A lady drowned in a bathtub and then a guy falls down the stairs and breaks his neck. Sam wants to check it out and Dean seems surprised. Dean says, um... 
not the well, my notes are weird here <laughs> dean says not the pa- patented i can't say that word Patented? What? Patented? Patented. Pat- painted. <laughs> I mean, you know. Can we just pretend that didn't happen? Okay. <laughs> Sam Winchester way, is it? <laughs> Sam asks, what way is that? And Dean says, just figured after Ava, there'd be, you know, more angst and droopy music and staring out the rainy windows. <laughs> Which is kind of hilarious, yeah. by the way, because it's true. <laughs> yeah. Sam, however, is not amused. He says, look, I'm the one who told her to go back home. Now her fiance's dead and some demon has taken her off to God knows where we've been looking for a month now and we got nothing so i'm not giving up on her but i'm not going to let other people die either we've got to save as many people as we can dean says wow that attitude is just way too healthy for me i'm officially uncomfortable now thank you (laughs) sam smiles and dean agrees to take the case so we cut to cornwall connecticut they arrive outside the inn dean says dude this is sweet I never get to work jobs like this. Old school haunted houses, you know, fog, secret passageways, <laughs> sissy British accents. Might even run into Fred and Daphne while we're inside. Mmm, Daphne. Daphne. I love her. <laughs> he does, though. He super loves Daphne. I mean, I was never into, like, Fred or Shaggy or Scooby <laughs> romantically. <laughs> you know, I my brother was the one that watched Scooby-Doo, so oh, really? I never really, like, super got into it. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of episodes, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like, to me, I think one of my favorite characters was probably Velma. Yeah. And I don't know why. Like, it didn't, like... Because she's smart and awesome and finds all the clues. I mean, yeah, but it wasn't even, like... It was something about her personality that was just, like, a little bit off, and it was funny to me. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. I was just like, ah, she's funny. Like, this, yeah. This is I great. like her. I like her the best, because Shaggy's way too much of a stoner. You know? <laughs> yeah. He is. He's too, like, super dude. Surfer dude. Surfer dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, to me, Fred and Daphne were just a little bit too, like off in La La Land, mm-hmm. and Shaggy was just, like, too out there for me to, like, yeah. connect with, I guess. Right. And, I mean, Scooby's a dog. <laughs> so, I mean, he's he's a cool character, but, like, yeah. Velma was the only one left, you yeah, know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna agree with you. So, before they walk into the house, Sam notices a symbol on an urn on the front porch called a quincunx. I said that totally wrong. I'm sorry. Maybe you know how to say it. It's Q-U-I-N-C-U-N-X. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Did they say it on the show? Yes, and I only spelled it right because of the subtitles. So. Yeah. So they said it's hoodoo spell work. Sam says, you fill this thing with blood weed and you get a powerful charm to ward off enemies. What the heck is blood weed? I don't know. I don't think it comes up again. Nope. I'm going to look it up. Okay, do it. <laughs> So it looks like it's Mexican butterfly weed, um, commonly known as tropical milkweed. Well, at least that's the first what's coming up. I, I typed in bloodweed plant. Mm-hmm. I'll tell him what else he found. <laughs> so there's apparently a type of marijuana that when you cut it, it's it like you know how um, dandelions have like the like milky kind of stuff that comes out of the stock when yeah. you like rip it it's this stuff is red so it like bleeds Ooh. when you cut it 
weird. Yeah. Let's just say that that's what they're dealing with here. Yeah. Because that's more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Red marijuana. <laughs> or bleeding red bleeding marijuana. Bleeding marijuana. That's crazy. <laughs> that's how you know you're hardcore. I know, right? <laughs> My marijuana bleeds. <laughs> My marijuana bleeds. <laughs> when I smoke it, it screams. <laughs> probably doing a real good job at something but it's probably not actually screaming (laughs) right right okay so dune says don't you think this place is a little too white meat for hoodoo they go inside and book a room the mom her name is susan says congratulations you could be some of our final guests dean says well sounds vaguely ominous (laughs) she apologizes and says they're closing at the end of the month she says let me guess you guys are here antiquing (laughs) dean says how did you know she says, you just look the type. Like, what? <laughs> so a king-size bed? <laughs> Sam says, no, two singles. We're just brothers. Dean says, what did you mean we look the type? <laughs> she clears her throat and rings a bell. She hands them a key for room 237, and an old man named Sherwin comes over to show them their room. Sherwin says, let me guess, antiquers? <laughs> I mean, they don't look like antiquers, do they? I don't think they do. It's like I too mean, much flannel. Like the flannel yeah. and like the cargo type jackets. Like, I don't think they right. really look like antiquers. I don't really know I what mean, antiquers look like, I guess. I don't know. I would think that they... More trendy? have that... Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. more like, I don't know, vintage type look to them, yeah. maybe? Not... Lumberjack. <laughs> yeah. Lumbersexual. <laughs> as they say at the conventions. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Lumber, lumbersexual is how yes. they dress. Yes. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So on the way to the room, Sam and Dean ask about the hotel closing. He says, it's a shame because the place used to be a palace. Two vice presidents stayed there. His parents worked there, and he pretty much grew up there. He opens the door to their room and holds out his hand for a tip. Dean looks confused, and Sherwin says, you're not going to cheap out on me, are you, boy? That's super tacky, though. That bugged me. Like, yeah, I that can't... was not the way you do it. Mm-mm. Yeah. And, like, especially as somebody, like, I get tips at my job. Mm-hmm. Like, I would never say that. Like, right. ever. That's just, what? Yeah. You know? like, it's totally, like, super bad etiquette. Yeah. Like, I would feel bad even thinking that, let mm-hmm. alone, like, having it come out of my mouth. Yeah, I like, think this guy is just, like, old, so he doesn't give a fuck. Also, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, whatever, this place is closing, so yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, yeah, totally bad etiquette. Yeah. So Sammy does some research and says that victim number one, Joan Edison, 43 years old, a realtor handling the sale of the hotel, and victim number two was Larry Williams moving some stuff out to Goodwill. Dean says, well, there's the connection. They're both tied up in uh, shutting this place down. Sam says, maybe somebody to here doesn't want to leave, and they're using hoodoo to fight back. Sam doesn't think it's Susan because she's the one selling the place. Dean thinks maybe it's Sherwin, but Sam isn't sure. Dean says, of course, the most troubling question is, why do these people assume we're gay? <laughs> yes, this that's is not some... the first time that this has <laughs> happened, folks. Because <laughs> two attractive dudes get in a room. I mean, you know, it's fine. Yeah, it... I mean, it could be a thing. You never know. Yeah, it's no big deal. It's not like they look super similar either. So it's no, kind of don't. like, yeah, you know, I could see where people would be confused. Yeah. 
I just got stuck at it. <laughs> Sorry. You're, you're, you're just like smiling and then your eyes just like stare off into the distance for a second. <laughs> just like, hey. I was just thinking about it and it was fine. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> I mean, they're not brothers in real life, so. No. So that's okay. <laughs> so we cut to Sam and Dean snooping around the hotel. They find um, another jug that has the same hoodoo symbol on it that they found earlier. They find a door marked private and knock on it. Susan answers and asks if their room is okay. And it is the creepy doll room. And Dean <laughs> says, hey, are those antique dolls? Because this one here, he's got a major doll collection back home. <laughs> what a little shit. <laughs> Sam says... Big time. <laughs> he just looks so defeated. He's like, this is how this is going to go, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Dean asks if they can come in and take a look. She's like, I don't know. And Dean says, please, he loves them. He's not going to tell you this, but he's always dressing them up in little outfits. <laughs> You'd make his day. Sam says, it's true. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so she lets them in. <laughs> Dean says, wow, this is a lot of dolls. They're nice, you know. They're not super creepy at all. <laughs> Dean says, or Susan says, I suppose they are a little creepy, but they've been in the family forever. A lot of sentimental value. Sam notices that one of the dollhouses in the room looks like an exact replica of the hotel. Then Tyler comes in and says, Mommy, Maggie's being mean. Susan says, Tyler, tell her I said to be nice, okay? Sam holds up the fallen doll with its head twisted around and asks Tyler about it. She says, I didn't break it. I found it like that. Sam says, maybe Maggie did it. But Tyler says that neither of them did it and that Grandma would get mad if they broke the doll. Susan says Grandma wouldn't be mad. Dean's like, who's Grandma? And Tyler says, Grandma Rose, these are all her toys. She said that Grandma Rose is up in her room, and Sam says, I'd really love to talk to her about her incredible doll collection. But Susan says, no. I mean, I'm afraid that's impossible. My mother's been very sick, and she's not taking any visitors. So we cut to Sam and Dean walking back down the hall. Dean says, well, what do you think? Dolls, hoodoo, mysterious shut-in Grandma? Sam, sa- <laughs> Sam says, well, dolls are used in all kinds of voodoo, hoodoo, like curses and binding spells. Dean says, yeah, maybe we found our witch doctor. I'll go see what I can dig up on Granny. You get online, check out old obits, freak accidents, see if she's whacked anybody before. Don't go surfing porn. It's not that kind of whacking, I mean. <laughs> He's such a little stinker in this episode. He's just like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Like all the time. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know why. It was, like, a little scandalized. I just giggled a lot. (laughs) I was laughing. I'm like, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but this is good. Yeah. (laughs) So we cut to Susan signing some papers with a lawyer. She asks what the plans are for the property, and he tells her that they're going to demolish the inn. Then we see the lawyer, um, I think he's a lawyer, is sitting down in a room alone. We cut to Taylor playing in the creepy doll room. In the dollhouse, there's a doll that looks like the lawyer sitting alone. The door to the room opens in the dollhouse and in the real life room as well. Then Taylor looks at, did I? Tyler. Tyler. I wrote Taylor here. That's weird. Oh, well. (laughs) Wow. Tyler, it's fine. Okay, but it's Tyler. Okay. <laughs> then Tyler looks into the dollhouse room and sees the lawyer doll hanging by a noose. We see the real life guy also hanging from the ceiling fan. How would you not notice if the door is like slowly creaking open? I mean, I don't know. It's one thing if it were to just like open and mm-hmm. it was silent, but it's like, yeah. it's, it's like, how do you not know? And you're just sitting there like, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah. What? You know? I would definitely notice and freak out and yeah. clench everything. All the things. Whole body Kegel. <laughs> Lift the elevator. 
elevator. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> elevator. Okay. <laughs> so later, after after the body has been taken away, Dean comes into their room to tell Sam about the body. Then Dean says, "What did you find out about Granny?" Sam says, "You're bossy." <laughs> Dean's like, "What?" And Sam says, "You're bossy. You're short." <laughs> Dean says, "Are you drunk?" Sam's like, yeah, so? Stupid. (laughs) I know. Dean says, dude, what are you thinking? We're working a case. (laughs) Sam says, that guy who hung himself, I couldn't save him. Dean's like, what are you talking about? You couldn't have done anything. Sam says, that's an excuse, Dean. I should have found a way to save him. I should have saved Ava, too. Dean says, well, you can't save everyone. Even you said that. Sam says, no, Dean, you don't understand, all right? The more people I save, the more I can change. My destiny, Dean. Dean He's says, having an early life crisis. <laughs> he absolutely is. <laughs> Dean says, all right, time for bed. Come on, Sasquatch. <laughs> Sam says, I need you to watch out for me. If I ever turn into something that I'm not, you have to kill me. Dad told you to do it. You have to. Dean says, well, Dad's an ass. He, he never should have said anything. I mean, you don't do that. You don't lay that kind of crap on your kids. Sam you says, don't. Yeah, you really fucking don't. You really don't. don't. Right. Like, tell, like, what's-his-face Gordon or something, you know? Like, this yeah. is what you have to do. I mean, not that Gordon isn't already up on the yeah, times. Gordon's already doing like, it, yeah. yeah like, I mean, but seriously, tell somebody else that's, like, not your kid, you yeah. know? Like, I don't know. Mm. For real. Sam says, no, he was right to say it. Who knows what I might become? Even now, everyone around me dies. Dean says, well, I'm not dying, okay? And neither are you. Come on, sit down. Sam says, no, please, Dean. You're the only one who can do it. Promise. Dean says, don't ask that of me. Sam begs some more, and Dean finally promises. Dean gets Sam into bed, and he passes out. So we cut to Dean walking into the dining room. It looks exactly like the dining room from The Shining, (laughs) which is really cool how they set it up. Um, Sherwin is at the bar. Dean starts drinking, and they start talking about the suicides. Dean says, it's like the hotel is cursed or something. Sherwin says that every hotel has its spilled blood. If people only knew what's gone on in some of the rooms uh, they checked into. Dean tells him um, that he'd love to hear some of the stories. And Sherwin says, boy, you should never say that to an old man. (laughs) I mean... Really, they're going to go on for a while. Not in a bad way, yeah, necessarily. Yeah, I thought but that was cute. There's a lot of stories. Yeah. <laughs> so they walk around the hotel, and Sherwin shows him a picture of a young Susan and her mother, Rose. He says, happier days. Dean says, they're not happy now. And Sherwin says, well, would you be leaving the only home you've ever known? Dean says, I don't know. I never really knew one. Sherwin says, well, this is Rose's home. Been in the family for over a century. It used to be the family estate. And now she gets to live in some senior living graveyard, and they tear this place down. Dean says, that's too bad. I hear Rose isn't feeling well either. What's wrong with her? Sherman says, it's not my business to say. So Dean comes across some pictures of Rose when she was a little girl. In one uh, is Rose with a nanny named Marie who has a necklace with the same hoodoo symbol on it. The nanny's name uh, is Marie. Did I say that already? I feel like I just did. I don't did. think so. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think you did. If you did, I totally skipped over it. <laughs> I feel like I just... Oh, yeah, I literally just said that. Okay. No. <laughs> so, and she spent more time with Rose than her mother did. So, we cut to Sam throwing up in the toilet. <laughs> Dean says... Poor thing. I know. <laughs> so gross. I mean, who hasn't thrown up in hotel room toilets? Oh, I have <laughs> this, this one time... Oh, no. I went to Canada <laughs> when I was... I think I was 19. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with my friend, Corey. We went to a Tori Amos concert 
in Canada, and it was awesome. Who's that? Tori Amos. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh, my. I'll make you a playlist. Okay. 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 She's like, if I was ever going to, like, legitimately do witchcraft, like, that would be my soundtrack for it. (laughs) What? (laughs) Tori Amos. (laughs) What type of music does she have? I don't even know how to explain it. I'll just, I'll just make a playlist for you on Spotify. You can listen to it. It's good stuff. So anyways, we went and we were like, we were like, hey, let's drink like as many fruity, sugary, girly drinks as we possibly can. I mean, because Canada. I mean, well, right, because you could drink there earlier. So we were like, let's do it. So we got so drunk. I don't, we were like walking down the streets of Vancouver, like making up our own rap songs. Oh, no. (laughs) I am not joking. Oh. We were on fire. Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. So anyways, and I, and I woke up the next morning and I had to throw up so much. And um, and he had taken a shower mm-hmm. like and he didn't like he had not like what's the word? The shower curtain. Mm-hmm. He didn't like it in the shower because. It was blowing in on him. So he had the shower curtain on the outside of the tub when he took a shower. So the ground was covered in water. And I was just like kneeling in this cold water throwing up. (laughs) It was the worst experience ever. It was such a like, it was such a like fun night (laughs) to end in just like, just the worst. It's just like (laughs) shivering and throwing up. Anyway. That sounds horrendous. I hate throwing up. That's like one of the worst things ever. I mean, you always feel better after you throw up. Right. I'm one of those people. I don't drink this much anymore because I literally can't with my medicine but like I used to throw up a lot like a lot (laughs) and um oh I'm so I'm one of those people that like if I think that I've had too much I'll go and like make myself throw up before I need to just to like avoid the whole like nauseated uh (laughs) time yeah Yeah. so I'm really good at it I don't need to do anything. Like, I used to have to stick my hand down my throat. Now I can just lean over and go, bleh. <laughs> That's impressive. I'm not bragging, okay? I'm mostly ashamed, but it is a skill of mine. So, there's that. Anyway. Okay. It's like that Pavlov's training or whatever. You hear the sound of a bell and start salivating. Right. It's like, I see a toilet and I throw up. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah. yeah. My face gets too close and it's all over. Yeah. I don't have to do anything. I could just. <laughs> so Dean says, how you feeling, Sammy? I guess missing, mixing whiskey and Jaeger wasn't such a gangbuster idea, was it? I bet you don't remember a thing from last night, do you? Sam says, no, I can still taste the tequila. Dean says, you know, there's a really good hangover remedy. It's a greasy pork sandwich served up in a dirty ashtray. Sam groans and says, oh, I hate you. (laughs) Dean says, I know you do. (laughs) Hey, it turns out when Grandma Rose was a tyke, she had a Creole nanny who wore a hoodoo necklace. Sam asks if he thinks she taught Rose hoodoo, and Dean says yes. Sam thinks it's time to talk to Rose then. So they lockpick their way into the creepy doll room and go upstairs. (laughs) They find Rose sitting in a wheelchair staring out a window. Sam says hi and that they're not there to hurt her. Rose can't even respond, and Sam tells Dean that she's had a stroke. Dean says, but hoodoo is hands-on. you got to mix herbs and chant and build an altar. Sam says, so it can't be Rose. Heck, maybe it's not even hoodoo. Dean says, you know, we could be... I'm sorry. Dean says, you know, she could be faking. 
Sam says, uh, what do you want to do? Poker with a stick? <laughs> Dean nods. <laughs> and Sam says, dude, you're not going to poker with a stick. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, this should be kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> Susan walks into the room and freaks out on them for being there. She tells them to leave the hotel or she'll call the cops. So they leave. We cut to Tyler and Maggie playing. Susan asks if they've packed up yet. Tyler says no because she doesn't want to move. Susan says they have to. Tyler says, but Maggie says we're not allowed to move. Maggie says, yeah. Susan says, Tyler, enough. Maggie is imaginary. You're too old to have an imaginary friend. And I am done pretending. Susan walks away and Maggie says to Tyler, I don't like her. I remember the first time I watched this episode, like, when she's like, she's your imaginary friend or whatever, the hairs on the back of my neck were just like, bing! Yeah, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realize it at all. Yeah, no, I didn't. Like, I thought that, because they talk about her, like, yeah. she's there, you know? Yeah, so rewatching like, it, like, I was looking for the clues, so I knew. Yeah. But, yeah, the first yeah, time. there's none. Yeah. Yeah, the first time, it was just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Maggie says to Tyler, I don't like her. So we cut to Susan outside, loading boxes into the car. Uh, the swings on the swing set start to move, and so does the merry-go-round and the teeter-totter. Which would, I mean, she's just standing there stupidly staring at them. Get away. <laughs> I mean, some people freeze, you know. I guess. They're just like, what? <laughs> I guess. But, like, you would think she would come too fast. Like, I would freeze for a second and be like, what's going on? And then mm-hmm. be like, ah! And yeah. get out of and there. And then I'd run. You know? So inside, Tyler is playing with a dollhouse, and the playground toys start moving. Outside um, Maggie's car, not Maggie, outside Susan's car, there we go, (laughs) starts by itself. The car almost runs her over, but Sam manhandles her out of the way. (laughs) Should we say Sam handles her? (laughs) 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 Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) I like the Sam handling. (laughs) Okay, all right. Okay, so they go into the dining room, and Susan says, what the hell happened out there? Dean says, you want the truth? She says, of course. Dean says, at first we thought it was some sort of hoodoo curse, but that out there, that was definitely a spirit. She says, you're insane. Dean says, yeah, it's been said. Sam says, look, I'm sorry, Susan, we don't exactly have time to ease you into this, but we need to know when your mother had the stroke. She said, about a month ago. Sam says, right before the killings begin. So what if Rose was working hoodoo, but not to hurt anyone, but to protect them? Dean says, she was using the urns to warn, to ward off the spirit. Sam says, right, until she had a stroke and couldn't anymore. To Susan, Sam says, believe what you want, but you and your family are in danger. So you need to clear everybody out of here. Your employees, your mother, your daughters, everyone. She says, I only have one daughter. Dean says, I thought Tyler had a sister named Maggie. Susan said, Maggie's imaginary. We cut to Maggie with Rose. Maggie says, she's going to stay here with me and you can't stop me. There's nothing you can do about it. Tyler comes in and says, Maggie, don't. You're not supposed to bother grandma. Maggie says, I know. Come on, let's play. Tyler Mm -hmm. says, sketchy. I know. (laughs) It's so sketchy. (laughs) Tyler says, can we have a tea party? Maggie says, we can have lots of tea parties forever and ever and ever. Uh Nope. (laughs) Run. (laughs) I know. Oh, man. If Killian ever has, like, an imaginary friend, I'm going to freak out. Because this is what I'm going to think of. Yeah. It's this episode. What is the imaginary friend's name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I mean, you. I feel like, though, you'd be able to, like, tell if it was something sketchy. Just because it's, like, you know, if they're, like, super into, like, no, this is real. You know? Yeah. Like, then it's, like... 
oh, you know, but if they're just like, oh, yeah, my imaginary friend, blah, 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 or whatever, and they're yeah. just kind of like, woohoo, you know, and just kind of like whatever about it, or if they're just like, no, this is a, you know, like, mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> we'll see I'm worried I'm sure it'll happen I don't think I had an imaginary friend I don't think I did either I hope Killian doesn't Ugh. okay <laughs> so we cut to Sam Dean and Susan trying to find Tyler they go into the creepy doll room and all the dolls are strewn across the floor Sam says tell us what you know about Maggie Susan says not much Tyler's been talking about her since mom got sick Sam says did you ever know anyone by that name she says no Dean says, think, somebody that could have lived here might have passed away. Susan says, my mom had a sister named Margaret. She barely spoke about her. Sam asks, did Margaret happen to die here when she was a kid? Susan said, yeah, she drowned in the pool. Then we cut to the pool. Maggie and Tyler are holding on to a rail above the balcony over the pool. Tyler says, I don't like it up here. I'm scared. Maggie says, it's okay. All you have to do is jump. (laughs) Into the pool of covered plastic yeah. like it's not like you wouldn't even hit water that would hurt so bad Ugh. tyler says i can't swim maggie says i know but it won't hurt i promise then we can be together forever and no one will bother us tyler says why don't you just come with me and mommy maggie says because i can't leave here and you can't leave me please i don't want to be alone sam and dean and susan come up to the pool house but the doors are locked tyler says mommy but maggie grabs tyler and pushes her into the pool below there's a like protective plastic cover over the pool that tyler falls into she finally makes it up out of the plastic and takes a breath but maggie holds her head under and says it'll all be over soon then maggie hears a voice calling her name and she disappears Sam finally breaks into the pool house and gets Tyler out of the pool. She's not breathing, but then she coughs up water and says that Maggie is gone. And all that time, though, they're just sitting there looking at her. How come nobody tried CPR? Like, they're literally just holding her on the deck. Yeah, just, like, I was waiting for that, too. Her, there, must have been, there must have been some reason for it. Some, like, I don't even know. I don't know. Like, to me, it's... I mean, for, like, like, the actors, like, some yeah. reason they couldn't, but... Maybe because, like, she's a kid and they yeah. don't want to, like, I don't know. There must have been a reason. There's got to be. Because, yeah, they were. They were just looking at her, like, scared. Yeah. It's like, um. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut to Grandma Rose's room. Maggie says, you'd really do that for me? Yes, if you did, I'd let them go. But I don't understand. You kept me away for so long. I thought you didn't love me anymore. Okay, little sister. Then we cut to Susan and Tyler finding Grandma Rose's dead body in her wheelchair. <laughs> I know. We cut to outside the hotel. Rose's body is being taken away. Susan said, paramedic said it was another stroke. Do you think Margaret could have had something to do with it? Sam says, it's possible. Yeah, Susan, I'm sorry. She says, you have nothing to apologize for. You've given me everything. Dean asks Tyler if she's sure Maggie's not around anymore. And she says, I'm sure. I'd see her. Dean says, I guess whatever's going on must be over. Susan hugs Sam, thanks both of the boys, and then she and Tyler get into a taxi and leave. Sam says, I think you could have hooked up some MILF action there. <laughs> Serious, I think she likes you. Jeez. <laughs> I know. So, like, just so many not the time. At Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam says, yeah, that's all she needs. <laughs> Dean says, will you save the mom, save the girl? It's not a bad day. Of course, you know, I could have saved them myself, but I didn't want you to feel useless. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Feels good getting back in the saddle, doesn't it? <laughs> Sam says, yeah, it does. But it doesn't change what we talked about last night. Dean says, we talked about a lot of things last night. You were wasted. <laughs> like, I'm going to avoid this at all costs. Okay, you know what? I've never been that drunk. I've never had that talk with somebody. Listen, if I go dark side, you're going to have to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I think I'm winning. <laughs> Maybe my sordid past isn't so sordid after all. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, no. <laughs> if we ever get really, really tossed, me and you, we're totally going to have that conversation. If we can remember to have that conversation. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You have to do me in if it's the last thing that needs to be done. If I ever go dark side. <laughs> Please just end it. If I start eating people, <laughs> just end it. No benders, please. Yeah. Okay. So um, Dean says, we talked about a lot of things last night. You were wasted. Sam says, but you weren't and you promised. They get a baby and drive away. Back inside the house, we see Maggie and a young Rose playing jump rope uh, in the creepy doll room. Then the camera pans over to a doll that looks exactly like Maggie with Maggie's hair. Yeah. And credits. That was, I was expecting, like, the doll to, like, blink or, like, twitch or, like, do something, you know, instead, because, like, they focused, because that was the second time that they'd focused on that doll. Right. It wasn't the first time. When they first go into the room, it's like, that's the doll that you look at, right? And then... When at the very end, it's like, okay, this is also the one that you look at. I'm like sitting there staring at it, just like waiting. Yeah. So are we to assume that that doll has like Maggie's actual real hair in it? And that if they had like burned that doll, the spirit probably would have been gone. I mean, maybe because they did have that with the painting girl. Right. That's kind of the vibe I got from it. But also like in that in that room full of dolls, there's no I mean, they would have had to burn all of those dolls. Yeah. If they and because they wouldn't have known what she looked like. Exactly. Like they couldn't see her. So, yeah, I don't know. Huh? So does that mean like Maggie's not as powerful as like other like the little sketchy girl? I don't know. Maybe from the other episode. Yeah. Well, that little sketchy girl was like evil in real life. I don't know if Maggie was. She might have just been like a spirit that got angry after so much time. You know what I mean? And started hurting people. Well, but don't the spirits, they don't stick around unless they've got something that they you that's know. true so I yeah maybe she maybe she was murdered yeah who knows they never really they kind of like they talk about maggie a lot but they never go into anything other than like oh she drowned in the pool like right did she drown in the pool because somebody was holding her under like she was holding tyler under like i betcha i don't know yeah it was weird hmm mm. maybe rose did it maybe which is why she like you know was torturing her basically and rose started doing all the hoodoo like stay away from here because right. obviously it was happening before right because she right. did all the hoodoo she, to like yeah. stop it from happening mm-hmm. so i don't know hmm. yeah interesting cool anyways my thoughts okay. <laughs> so the girl who plays maggie plays a really good like sketchy creepy kid she totally you know, like, does yeah she's like dead face pretty well mm-hmm. and like the kind of evil vindictive like Oh, this is, you know, if you don't do this, then this is what it's like, okay. You know, and yeah. not like in a weird, like, I don't know. You know how, like, some kids are just kind of like, if you don't do this, then I'm going to do this or, you know, whatever. And it's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. But, like, yeah. makes you believe that she's actually going to do it. You right, know? right. Um, you know what that reminds me of? Huh? My cousin. <laughs> when, <laughs> no, I mean, that was weird. I met when we were little. So she's three years younger than me. And when we were little, like elementary school Uh and younger she used to like want to play you know obviously Uh she wanted to play I'd wanted to play too but like we'd have to play exactly what she wanted to play all the time I never got to pick you know (laughs) and I was older so like okay I'm gonna humor you yeah but like I remember this one time she wanted to play with Barbies and I was just like I I don't like I was entering my like 
early elementary goth stage, which I totally, <laughs> I totally had that stage. My friend did too. She okay. had a sweatshirt. It was like this black sweatshirt with this like red dragon on it or something. Yeah. Like a stitched dragon outline or whatever. She We called it Eustace. <laughs> oh, I love it. So we ha- we took turns sometimes wearing Eustace. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I was like a, a really morbid little kid. I mean, I was a morbid older kid too. Yeah. That phase didn't end for me. Yeah. Until like junior high. Yeah, no, she went straight into like the pants with the chains and the loops oh, yeah. and like all that sort of for a little while. Not yeah. for a super long time, which and you wouldn't be able to tell now because she'll wear like like the cute sweaters with skinny jeans and boots and all that sort of yeah. stuff. I was like, what? That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I was just like in general, like very morbid. Yeah. And like death obsessed and yeah. all that. But like, okay. Okay, so my cousin wanted to play with Barbies and mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't feel like it right now. And she told me that if I didn't, we weren't cousins anymore. And I like obviously knew that she couldn't take away our cousinhood. But I believed that she believed. Yeah. And that was enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> like well, we're still going to be cousins, but you're going to hate me, so... Right. So I always ended up playing with the goddamn Barbies. <laughs> but that's fine. I had so many Barbies when I was a kid. Like, so I many. I had some. I have a 90-gallon tub underneath my parents' house that has, like, one of those three-foot feet, three foot tall Barbies that you, like, got to wear her clothes. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Wow. I had a Barbie obsession (laughs) for a long time. There's so many Barbie clothes. (laughs) I never had, like, an obsession with a certain kind of toy, I don't think. I had a lot of different kinds of toys, but I was, like, I mean, like, books were what I collected. Yeah. I mean, I did that, too, for a long time. Like, I've always liked books, but, no, Mm -hmm. I had, like, a Barney phase, Mm -hmm. and then I had a Barbie phase. Oh, my God. And Because, like, I had, like, the Barney curtains, like, down to the Barney underwear, folks. (laughs) 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 For that I mean, I was, like three so whatever you know, yeah like, right and then um <laughs> then it switched over to the barbies and that wasn't any better and then i had you know the barbie underwear and <laughs> yeah the barbie clothes and the barbie pajamas mm-hmm. and red spread and all that sort of stuff and then later on it turned into the horse thing and so mm-hmm. i had like my dad painted a horse on my bedroom wall awesome and like had like grass around the bottom or the you know whatever and mm-hmm. I had like the horse bedspread and everything and I never grew out of that one yeah that's <laughs> I mean, all right my bedroom now does not consist of horse bedspreads but yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's funny <laughs> I was like really into like morbid things yeah. and the new kids on the block <laughs> those were like where I lived it was pretty great <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> yeah yeah. So, anyway, I interrupted uh, you. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. It's totally fine. Um, I don't... You're talking about the kid actor. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Just creepy. Like, I was impressed with how creepy that kid was. Oh, yeah. For sure. It was, it was legit. Mm-hmm. But, um, also, I kind of like Tyler as a girl's name. Like, it kind of was, like, weird at first. I like it, too. And I, I like, because I, I was, like, writing Tyler, and then all of a sudden I was writing Taylor, and I got really confused <laughs> about, like, what I was even doing, because yeah. I did, like, have a thought, like, Tyler's a cool name for a girl. Yeah, like, it's unconventional for sure. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever met a girl named Tyler. Yeah. Plenty of Taylors. Yeah, But, sure. yeah, Tyler, I was just kind of like, huh, like, mm-hmm. that's not bad. I kind of like the names that could be either a boy's name or a girl's right. name. You know, like, those ones just... Tickle my fancy. Me too. My, oh, are you okay? (laughs) Just punch Uh the table. It's fine. My idiot or aspect moment is about a girl named Taylor. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it is. You'll find out in a few minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think, well, okay, so my last thought, like, 
Tyler at the beginning of the episode when she sees the guy at the bottom of the stairs with his like head turned around. She's way too calm. Yeah. Way too calm about it. Like not she's just kind of like, oh, okay. I just got the sense that maybe she was too young to understand. And I don't think that she is, but I mean, just like looking at the actress doesn't look yeah. young enough to not understand. But that yeah. was just kind of how she played it. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't sure like that. I didn't really get that part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of like Okay. Or maybe she just wasn't surprised because yeah. of the doll. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, I mean, that would be my best guess. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't, she was just kind of like, okay, you know, whatever. Like, I just saw this. This is not new news to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyways, um, what are your favorite moments from this episode? Oh, I gotta say, <laughs> Drunk Sam is totally my favorite. Yeah. I like that when Dean was like, what'd you find out? And Sam's like, you're bossy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just really, really like that. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. 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 Do you have any other favorites? Um, yeah, I've got, so the, obviously, you know, the, you're bossy, <laughs> you're short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, are you drunk? He's like, yeah. So <laughs> stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so what? I also love that, like, Sam was just like, oh man, a guy died. I got to get shit faced. You know? <laughs> I know like, like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> um, also, one of my favorites is when Dean threw Sam right under the bus for being a doll collector. <laughs> like that was great. Sam really guy. did look just so like <laughs> he's just like yes, yeah. You know, like, it's true. Again, he does this to me every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And the you know poker with a stick. <laughs> oh my god! And Sam's like, no, I'm not going to poker with a stick. You are not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> But, that would yeah. have been awful. <laughs> Those are my favorites. Um, our interesting facts for this episode. Um, the first one is Cornwall, Connecticut is also the location of Dudley Town, an abandoned settlement that is considered one of the most haunted locations in the United States. Uh, the land is currently owned by the Dark Entry Forest. What a name. Association. Like... That sounds like some weird Harry Potter dark arts nonsense. It does. You know? I kind of love it. <laughs> I don't know, like the Forbidden Forest. You yeah. Know? Like, you can put the word dark before like any company name and it sounds great. Dark Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I would expect the walls to be painted like a dark purple. You know, like... <laughs> My phone service provider is dark AT&T. <laughs> dark Verizon. Yeah, I just... <laughs> That's a good one. I just really like that. <laughs> Dark Safeway. Dark Costco. Right, there you go. Ah. Not the regular Costco, the Dark yeah. Costco. Elementary kid me would have loved that. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. But yeah, the um, the settlement is strictly off limits to outsiders. Hmm. So who are the insiders? That's what I want to know. <laughs> the Dark Entry Company. I mean, yeah, but like, what, do you have a pass or something? Like, scan yourself into the forest? I guess like, so. How does that work? I don't know. Uh, if I, don't they know. Ca- I guess it's just like if they catch you, then you probably get yeah. like a fine or something. But like, yeah, what? <laughs> right. I don't know. Like, how do they, do they just, like... Maybe it's, like, like, closed in or chained off or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe there's a fence around it. I mean, I guess it's a settlement it. and not an actual forest. That's just the yeah. company. So, like, right. they must have, like, a gate or something, mm-hmm. you know, to keep people out. But, like, still, I don't know. I don't know either. I want to know. I want to go there. 
and sneak in. I don't. I do. I wouldn't be so much worried about like it being haunted. I'd be worried like I'm gonna get in trouble. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. My mom and dad are gonna be so mad at me. I know. <laughs> so I did a thing. Yeah. Come get me. I'm in jail by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> Bring money, <laughs> please. Uh, I guess now I wouldn't even have to call my parents. I'd just call Chris and be like, yeah. so I did a stupid thing. That's what husbands are for. I know, right? <laughs> Come get me. Also, please don't tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. Uh, uh, okay, so interesting facts. Um, so Jared stated that he and Jensen were somewhat freaked out by the removed dolls in this episode. Uh, they kept daring each other to poke one particular eyeless doll in the eye sockets. Oh my God. <laughs> or to stand alone in the room. Like, what a guy thing to do. Uh, poke it in its eye socket. They literally like, poked <laughs> it with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody probably did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The pranks escalated slightly when Jared put a few of the dolls in Jensen's trailer just to freak him out. Oh, that's messed up. I would be so mad. I told you about the doll thing at my house, right? When I was watching an episode of Supernatural, like I don't these think like so. porcelain dolls just showed up. Oh, right. No, you sent me a picture. Yeah. Well, I thought I talked about it on the on an episode too. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Well, in case I didn't. I'll just okay. keep it short. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so I get home and I'm about to turn on Supernatural. And so I go into the living room and there's these two porcelain dolls just sitting there on the coffee table, just like staring at me. Right. Not like, okay. They're, and they're both like facing the same direction out towards, you know, the dining room ish area or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just kind of like, <sighs> okay, you know, and so I go and I sit in the chair and they're just like, it, it's like. I wasn't in their direct line of sight, but, like, off to the side. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, I don't feel right about any of this. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just glad it wasn't this episode that yeah, I was watching. That would have been was, horrible. I would have been like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I would have. But here's the thing. I didn't want to, like, move them out to another room or something like that. Because, like, what if they move? Uh, totally. Like, I didn't want to put something over the dolls. Because what if then, like, the silhouette of the dolls moves? You right. know? Like, I got it. I totally got it. I was just like, I have to see their faces. Yeah. <laughs> For this to be okay. Don't like And then, it. like, a couple days later, there's these, like, random doll beds in the other, in, like, downstairs across the house, you know, mm-hmm. in one of the other rooms. And then these dolls are just, like, laying in the doll beds. I'm like, who put the dolls in beds? Like, yeah. <laughs> what's happening? That's so weird. It was a little bit creepy. It's so creepy. But yeah. I don't, I don't like dolls. I, you know, some of them aren't so bad. I think it's the paint on their face to me that makes a difference. You know, like, if they are super, like, pale with, like, the really dark lashes and dark eyes and everything Mm -hmm. and, like, the weird, like, more vintage-y ones, like, those ones kind of creep me out more Mm -hmm. than, like, the ones that are, like, normal skin tone. Like, I mean, not dead looking, you know? Yeah. (laughs) By normal skin tone, I mean, like, not ghostly white. Right. And, like, you know, the blush and all that sort of stuff. Those don't creep me out as much because I had one of those in my room for a long time. Like, up probably throughout, like, at least middle school. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened to it. But, um, that didn't creep me out at all because it had, like, the, like, more normal looking skin yeah (laughs) yeah I had some dolls when I was little and they didn't creep me out at all yeah I think I even had one that would creep me out now yeah so it's just yeah I don't know it's like the older you get you're just kind of like the more I look at this yeah (laughs) that's a little creepy it's weird (laughs) I don't like it yeah (laughs) but yeah 
Um, so this is the fifth and last episode, which Sam is seen wearing the cast for his broken wrist. That was a long time. Yeah. I mean, if you... So five episodes. I mean, how long does it take him to film an episode? I would think, I like, would say, like, a week or two. You would think. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's a long time. That's, like, ten weeks of that having is. a cast. Dang. I mean, I don't know. You usually only wear casts for, like, four to six weeks, though, don't you? That's what I thought. But I've but never broken anything, so If who you knows? break your wrist, though, because there's a lot of little bones in there, maybe you have to, like, keep it stabilized for longer. Maybe. Like, I've broken things, but nothing that could be casted. Okay. So, I don't know. I've never had to wear a cast yeah. or anything, but... Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Doesn't sound fun anyways. Um, but our last interesting and also very fun fact is Sasquatch is Jensen's nickname for Jared in real life. Oh, I love that. I love it. <laughs> That's wonderful. It's so great. It makes me so happy. Like, I can just see Jensen walking around going, hey, Sasquatch. Yeah. You know, like... Yes. Whatever. That's perfect. <laughs> I, you know, it just, it makes me happy. <laughs> so our research from this week, um, I, we got this off of maps.roadtrippers.com. Um, it's about the Dudley Town. Um, oh, what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, so it's called the Village of the Damned, and it's one of the most mysterious ghost towns in America. Um, in the 1700s, a group of farmers settled in an area near Cornwall, Connecticut, um, but they never actually made it an official town, which is kind of just like, yeah, this is where we dropped, this is where we stayed, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, the Dudley family owned the land and allowed people to come and live there for a time. Um, unfortunately, the land wasn't very good for farming. And by the 1800s, the settlement was abandoned. Uh, which, you know, that doesn't sound like super creepy yet, but, you know, no. we'll get there. <laughs> According to legend, if you venture into the ruins of Dudley Town, a.k.a. Or, AKA Dudley Town, it's the same thing. That's Anyways, weird. Um, you're warned against taking anything home with you unless you want to curse placed upon you and your family. Oh. Odd. <laughs> I mean, but if it's abandoned, there's probably not a whole lot there. You right, know? right. <laughs> the folklore regarding the... Re- regarding? <laughs> the folklore regarding... Regarding <laughs> the cursed land began way back during the reign of Henry VII when Edmund Dudley was beheaded for being a traitor to the crown. Ever since then, the Dudley family was believed to be cursed. Um, a curse which would allow Edmund's descendants from the old world, or which would follow, sorry, Edmund's descendants from the old world to the new world. Okay. However, local historians dispute the claim that the Dudley family was cursed. To date, they haven't been able to link the Dudley town founders with their old world descendants. So just, you know, the name is the same, but it's probably not actually the same family. Um... Over the years, it's been reported that two women, Mary Cheney and Harriet Clark, went insane in Dudley Town and committed suicide. In fact, Clark allegedly claimed she saw demons before she died. Goody. Mm. However, again, local historians dispute this, arguing that Mary Cheney died of lung disease and had never actually vis- visited Dudley Town. Okay. Likewise, Harriet Clark actually commu- committed suicide in New York. So why was the settlement completely abandoned? Well, in addition to the fact that the soil wasn't fertile enough for farming, it's been theorized that the soil may have been contaminated by lead. Oh, great! Awesome. (laughs) After the settlement was abandoned, the Dark Entry Forest Association reclaimed the land and planted loads of trees. So I guess there is a forest there. There's a forest there now. It's like a forest around the old settlement or in through it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Over the years, the trees have overtaken the ruins left by the settlers, so that answers that Mm -hmm. in it, too. 
Um, today, Deadly Town is on private property and access is forbidden. Hikers near the area have claimed to have seen orbs and that there's a suspicious quiet in the area, hmm. meaning the wildlife in the woods ra- rarely make noises. Sounds super creepy. Like, I love it. That to me, I, you know, I don't mind being outside at night by myself. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm at the barn or something, you know, where there's horses, like, yeah. horses are flight animals. They're afraid of everything. The yeah. big old, like, it's like, oh, you're only 1,200 pounds. It's fine, but you're scared of a squirrel, you know? Right, <laughs> like, right. Ooh, a plastic bag's just about going to do you in. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't, I don't mind being outside like that because they're on high alert all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, whether they're, you know, freaking out or not, they're just, you know, they're always paying attention to their surroundings because something's going to kill them constantly. Right. Like, talk about anxiety. That's how I feel all the time. <laughs> like, you're, everything you're describing is like, I'm just going, yeah, same. <laughs> That's how I feel. But yeah, so like, I mean, if you're outside in the dark with an animal like that, like, if they're not freaking out, you're totally fine. Right, that's true. <laughs> if they're freaking out, you should probably be a little bit worried. Yeah. You know? But, um, yeah, to, like, go into a random area where, you know, you're by yourself, especially when it's super quiet like that, because usually you'll hear, like, birds or maybe some squirrels, like, mm-hmm. scratching around or something or, you know, like, different little things like that. Like, that, yeah. that's normal. You would expect to hear that. And you don't realize that you expect to hear that until it's not there. You yeah, know? <laughs> totally. But I don't know. I mean, if the ground does have lead in it, though, like, yeah, obviously nothing not can live lot. there, really. Right. I mean, right. I don't know. Does that get, I mean, when the plants grow in, or if they can grow in that well, the sort of condition. the trees grown, so. Yeah. But, like, I wonder if, you know, it makes anything toxic. Like, if they were, like, had a fruit tree or something. Probably. You know, like, would that yeah. translate to the fruit? Or, like... I would assume so, but mean, how do you know for sure? I don't know. Yeah, and like, or does it just mean that certain types of things that would be food sources can't grow? Yeah. So like, there's nothing there. I don't know. Hmm. The orbs is weird, though. The orbs is weird. I don't like it. You know what it reminds me a little bit of? <laughs> when I used to go ghost hunting. Ghost is what I Ghost hunting. We used to go to this old abandoned asylum out by Pierce Community College in Lakewood. Yeah. And it was the old Western State um asylum they built a newer one close by so that's where like those current patients are but mm-hmm. so it was all is all like ruins and it was fenced off but there were holes in the fence so you had to like hike through this park okay <laughs> so you had to, it, it was totally <laughs> sketchy and it was totally illegal i mean it was like we would have been fined thousands of dollars if we would have gotten caught trespassing so you have to park at the college you uh-huh. have to walk through this field into the woods and there's like this huge ass park and yeah. these ruins are in the middle of it and it's dark so you can't like see them. You have to find like the row of tall trees that used to line the road to it. Yeah. But it's all like grown in now. So there's this like fence around the ruins and it's like four or five like of these huge buildings that are mostly knocked down. So it's all like rubble and rebar. Yeah. And super not safe to mm-hmm. like go <laughs> climbing on. Yeah. You know, but, no. but there were like staircases that went up to nothing. There was a lot of rooms that were still there. Well, yeah, because like, I mean, the whole thing's not done. Yeah, just, you, you know. could go into the boiler room, and yeah. it was all just like, and it was all covered in graffiti, and <laughs> it was magic. I mean, it was like haunted magic. That this sounds was, like something I'd be terrified of. <laughs> it was so, it was one of our favorite places to go. And um, I remember this one time we went, 
I don't think I've told the story. Have I ever told a story about this place before? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, one time I went with um, uh, a friend. I think it was Kelly, my girlfriend Kelly, and then two boys. And one of the boys was wearing um, those those swishy pants you know when you walk and oh, each yeah. step is like swish 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 like the windbreaker pants. yeah so yeah. You, could, you could hear him wherever he was going right yeah. and kelly and i were like oh let's hide and be stupid girls because we we're all drinking you know because <laughs> that's what you do i mean right well, so as you do yeah so we went and like hid under some stairs yeah and we heard that guy swishing around for a while um and then after like 15 minutes we got really bored and we literally heard all the swishing and um we heard like the swishing. We heard nonstop. Mm-hmm. So we were like, fine. So we got out and we were like, where, where are they? Like yeah. we got out. We couldn't hear the swishing anymore. We're like yelling for them. Nothing. We go back to the car, which is like a 10 minute walk. Yeah. And they had been waiting there for the last like 10 minutes, even though we heard his swishing pants. Sketchy. I know. <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, <laughs> do ghosts make swishing sounds? <laughs> I guess so. Anyways, that's my story. <laughs> know if they would do that yeah but i mean i guess you never know maybe some other weird stuff happened there but we'll talk about that some other time (laughs) so what was your idiot or ass butt moment (laughs) so my ass butt moment for this week not that i was being an ass butt but there was a spider okay (laughs) okay so we had this Christmas or we have a Christmas tree that's been under my parents' house for like two years, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm convinced that there's probably all sorts of various spiders living in there. Oh, they yeah. just haven't made their way out yet. They haven't crawled out of hell yet. Yuck. <laughs> like, Yuck. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of afraid to set up the Christmas tree. <laughs> but oh. we won't deal with that for another month or so. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, um so you know, I woke up, I was in bed, and I'm just kind of like, okay, whatever. I get up, and I'm like, I don't, I was like getting ready for work or something. I don't remember exactly. Like, I was just like doing, going about my business, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I went out and got food in, in the kitchen and like came back in, didn't notice anything, was, you know, just you know, like laundry and all that. Like, didn't see a thing. So... I go and I shower and I get out of the shower and I'm like just about ready to walk out the door for work and I see this spider up like in the you know in the little crease between the ceiling and the wall yeah um uh, right above the head of the bed right and I'm like what you know oh god (laughs) and it's moving kind of slow and I'm like what in the world and so I like grab my hairspray right and I'm like oh my because yeah. I don't have time to deal with it. Like, I'm, I have to leave for work, right? right? And I can't really reach it. And I'm just like... And it's too close to where you sleep. And it's too close to where I sleep. And yeah. I'm like, there's nothing that's good about this. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. And so I got my can of hairspray. And I'm like hairspraying it, right? And I like wait for it to dry a little bit. And then I hairsprayed a little bit more. Because I've, I've made the mistake of like hairspraying it like a lot in mm-hmm. one time. And it's either too wet and it doesn't stick there their like little legs you know mm-hmm. to where they can't run around or it just makes them drop right and so right. I'm like spritzing it okay yeah okay <laughs> like spritz it again yeah. <laughs> like waiting for it to do something dramatic right which never happened but I like as I'm spritzing it I realized there's this egg sack oh god up there that it had left above my bed thank oh. you very much I'm just like what you know like, that is oh. upsetting it was disgusting and I'm like oh and so I like hairspray it until I know it's not moving anymore yeah and I had to leave it because I couldn't reach it and I'm like I have to go to work I'm gonna be late to work and so I text Chris and I'm like there's a spider and an egg sack and you need to get it you know, like, oh my god did ah! he 
Yeah, but oh. I mean, we didn't, we both didn't get home until like almost eight o'clock. And so it was just there like all day. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was still sitting there when we got back. And so he like squished it or whatever. And yeah. Did, I'm like, what? You know, like Ugh. that spider was an ass button. It was laying eggs above my bed and that, I just I, there's nothing that's okay about that that is very very upsetting it was disgusting uh, so yeah spiders uh, are ass butts oh god there is a spider right now outside my house on one of the bushes like the like yeah. flower bushes <laughs> do I know what kind I think it's a rhododendron actually anyway yeah. not important <laughs> so big spider web big spider like yeah. quarter size body does like orange and brownish yeah, ones. Yeah. Yeah. The big old bulbs. Yeah. Okay. So big web, big spider. And Killian, the other day we were waiting outside for Eric to get home from work because Killian likes to sit out there and play with his transformers. And mm-hmm. so we can wave at Eric as he drives up. It's a, yeah. it's cute. Yeah. So, so we're out there and he goes, ew, mommy, look at that spider. <laughs> I look at it and it has caught itself a grasshopper. <laughs> I thought you said a caterpillar. No, a grasshopper. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And it's like half cocoon, like it's like webbed half of the grasshopper, and the grasshopper is like twitching, and the spider's just like eating it. Oh. And I'm just like, this is not, this is not okay. And Killian's just like, what's going on? And I'm like, I don't want. You're to- watching something die. I know. I know. I'm like, I don't even want to talk about it. And like, Eric got home, and I was like, I was like, Eric, should we like? liberate the grasshopper should we just like kill them both can you just do anything and erica's like nope we're just gonna let it go (laughs) and i was like i'm sorry grasshopper like (laughs) i hate grasshoppers because they jump and they freaking fly for a little bit during that jump and they always want to jump on me and it upsets me (laughs) it's very upsetting you can't open your mouth around them because they're fluttering at you like it's like out of all the things that fly grasshoppers don't really get to me they get to me because they fly at me. They, the ones in I mean, my they neighborhood. Do, but it doesn't seem to bother me of oh, all the oh, things. I don't oh. know why. <laughs> like, I can deal with those a lot better than I can deal with butterflies. <laughs> I can, yes, yes, for sure. Agreed. But also, like, I don't want to see it, like, slowly dying from this, like, spider. You know what I mean? That makes me feel horrible. Well, I mean, spiders got to eat, I guess, too. But ugh, I, I'm, like, seriously itching everywhere. Like, yeah. Just, anyway, <laughs> it, was just, it was just super gross. Yeah, that's pretty disgusting yeah I, I don't i don't love spiders like at all yeah <sighs> okay well my agent an ass butt moment i was an ass butt <laughs> and no. i know so um the other day um i went to bed like killian has been getting up at four in the morning no. okay and it's been awful like he'll wake up and he'll start like rolling back and forth you know trying to get warm trying to get comfortable <laughs> he never like quite goes back to sleep when that happens and so Mm -hmm. it's a real struggle to like I mean I can't go back to sleep because he always ends up laying on my face you know and it's just just, just not comfortable (laughs) it's hard to sleep when there's a four-year-old on your face I mean I guess the three-year-old but it's still almost four right so anyway not important so um so I've been going to bed like really early I'm talking like seven eight yeah like I'm asleep well because he wakes up at the butt crack of dawn yeah i know like five o'clock rolls around and i'm exhausted and it's like how old am i right (laughs) like god so so i go to bed at like eight and um i wake up at four and 
my phone is flashing at me. Like I have it on silent. Mm -hmm. Like, so like if somebody calls me, it'll ring. But if somebody just texts me, it won't notify me. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And, And it's flashing at me. Like I have a notification. So I look at it and it's one of my managers Taylor Mm -hmm. and she wants to know if I can work the next morning so she texted me at 11 at night and wanted to know if I could work the next morning which is like this morning yeah and I'm like shit you know like I didn't get back to her so I just like shoot out a text like oh I'm sorry you know I have Killian all day because it was a weekday yeah you know she just wanted to know if I could cover someone's shift like I totally can I'm so sorry like I have Killian yeah and then I hit send and then I go wait a minute it's four in the fucking morning and I just texted her like this like such a shitty thing to do. Not re. I mean, okay. Here's four the thing. in the morning. Like, but here's the thing: if people text me at four in the morning, I don't hear it. Like, yeah. even if my phone is on, I don't hear it. So right. Like, and most of the time, people. I mean, if they're gonna be woken up by text messages, they'll probably turn their phone on silent. Yeah. You know. So like, she's not gonna get it until she wakes up, anyways. More yeah. Likely. Well, she texted me at eight with just one letter K. And I was like, oh, no, she's pissed. <laughs> and so then I got all, like, nervous pooey about it. You know what I mean? And so then I sent her a text, like, I'm so sorry I texted you so early. I didn't realize it was the time and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And sorry. Yeah. No response. <laughs> this was, like, I think Friday morning. Yeah. And I had to work with her today. <laughs> so she was opening, and it was just me and her. And I yeah. walk in there, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I've just like pooped nonstop about this. Like, <laughs> I am really, really sorry that I did that. And she was like, "Oh, I don't get text messages that like I have my phone on silent, so you don't even have to worry about it." Yeah. And I was like, "What are you like, texting like, Yeah, I, I didn't know. say that. I was just like, "Oh, phew, okay. Well, I won't do it again. Really yeah. sorry." She's like, "For real? Like, I didn't even notice." And I was just like, "Okay." And then everything was cool. But I just felt like such an ass butt. <laughs> like, who texts their boss at four in the morning? Ass butts. That's who. <laughs> so, anyway, that was my moment. <laughs> I don't think it's that much of an ass butt moment. Okay. I think you're okay. I just was so, like, her, like, lack of response about it just made me, like, oh, no, she's mad. And she's such an easygoing girl. You know what I mean? She probably just, like, I mean, I do this all the time. Like, somebody will text me, and then I'll, like, read it, and then think about a response, and mm-hmm. then, like not actually respond or I'll just like read it and be like oh okay and then like take it no further than there and then like I'll go back and look at it later oh they were looking for a response and then I yeah might, like, but it might be like a week later you know yeah so I mean she probably was busy trying to find someone to actually work in a couple hours you yeah. know what I mean but yeah. I just still it was, it was a lot of pooping I did <laughs> <laughs> so butts were involved <laughs> there were yes <laughs> And ass butt wipes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Listen, once you go wet wipe, you never go back. <laughs> like, it's a total thing. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandassbuttspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Assbutts, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.